to the Joy of Gin podcast, a special place where we talk about, you guessed it, joy and gin. If you're a woman who is emotionally connected, intelligent, creative, and maybe a tad on the dreamer romantic side, you can hopefully feel at home enough to kick your shoes off here, pour yourself a glass and unapologetically switch off from the world to join me. In this first series of solo episodes, we'll be touching on many of the things that spark joy in us, in addition to gin, talking about how to access joy if you struggle with that sometimes, introducing a thing I invented which I call gin mindfulness, and of course focus on things worth knowing about the amazing gins we have here in Britain and Ireland. Over the episodes, I'll also be talking about which mixers to pair with your gin, ice, garnish ideas, the gin personality quiz, and also bring you simple tips and recipes to make your own delicious gin-based cocktails at home. I'll be your host, Robbie Jerob, and together we'll be heading, in our imaginations at least, up above the clouds. I'll give you a moment to get yourself ready, then we'll begin. Welcome back. So it's episode two in series one, and it's also episode number two in the 30 episodes in 30 days challenge. So, so far, so good. Um, This is going to be another shortish episode for you today, um, in which, as I promised, I want to share getting properly focused on joy and gin. Um, And if you, like me, are a lover of gin and tonic, You'll know how much better a drink can be when you find an amazing pairing. The same goes for life and love, I think. Two is good. I'd say that, I suppose, because I've always seemed to enjoy putting two things together. I mentioned already about mixing colours with my nan when I was a little girl and and making purple and orange and green out of the basic primary colours. And also, I suppose it's no surprise, I've always been a bit of a matchmaker. I've enjoyed introducing friends that I know to each other when I have an inkling that they might form their own special bond as friends. Um, I'm a mother of four children. Um, I had two boys firstly um, and I'm one of those mums that used to dress my boys the same sometimes, not always. Um, There was two years difference between them so I'm noticing a lot of twos here and then of course I had uh, twins, girl and boy twins um, who will be 25 this month and uh, I I do occasionally drink gin neat, but that's quite unusual, if I'm honest. I will invariably pair it with something. Yes, tonic. Um, But really, aren't we lucky to be alive in a time when there are so many delicious options out there to really enrich our experience of gin? Um, If you're the the sort of person who... I don't know, if you found yourself in a bit of a G&T rut recently, maybe, um, and I don't mean that in a bad way, just let's say become a creature of habit who knows what you like and you tend to stick to the same things, I want to set you a little challenge today on how to you might be able to plus, plus up in your relationship with gin. 
Um, maybe you're not a habitual GNT drinker. Perhaps you are a great flirt with lots of different options and you just love the adventure of new flavours and finding something surprising and exciting. Um, and you're just a sucker for all the different varieties. Um, I have got a really great resource today, which I think you're going to love. Um, or perhaps like me, you're a bit of both. Um, I'm a both sides now girl, as I've already told you in um, the introductory episode. Sometimes I am quite content with the certainty of the perfect, in my mind, G&T. Um, you really know where you're at when you know exactly what you like. Um, but then there's other times when I really want to take on the new and just try something a bit more vibrant, exciting, different, or just experimental really. And it's great to experiment. So in future episodes, I'm going to start talking about the myriad of gin brands on offer today, because there are so many. We're so, so lucky. Um, and I'm going to be talking about the products and the premium products, the brands, the fads, and what's known as the love marks. Um, and I'll talk more about that in a future episode. But first, I think we need to talk about mixers. And for me, the premium love mark, I think I need to start with, and maybe just end with actually, is Fever Tree. Um, as their marketing, marketing so brilliantly sums it up for us gin lovers, if three quarters of your drink is the mixer, mix with the best. Genius. Um, now, I'm not a snob when it comes to gin. I'm actually a bit of a flirt. I will jump into bed with any of them and try them at least once. Um, but when it comes to tonic, though, I think I'm not alone when I say that I felt a real homecoming when I discovered Fever Tree just over a decade ago. Um, it was really starting to make its way onto our supermarkets. I can't remember when. It must have been around about um, 2010, something like that. Um, and I just, you know, it was stocked on our shelves. It was in all the best pubs and restaurants and bars and a beautiful symbiosis. Um, I'm not being sponsored by Fever Tree to say all of this, by the way, although I must be honest, if Fairy Gin Mother could wave my magic wand um, and get the call one day for them to say, yes, we'd love to sponsor your um, podcast, Robbie, then I would I would jump at the chance. It would be like getting a call from Oprah, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, not that I really want to be on Oprah's show, but uh, yeah, I just I just love them. And where was I at? Sorry, yes, symbiosis. Um, I'll, I will be talking in future episodes about the renaissance of gin in the UK and worldwide. Um, the the ginaissance, as some like to call it. I don't think it's any coincidence that gin was taken into a lot more people's hearts when Fever Tree entered the scene. It's not a coincidence. Um, it coincided with the Gin Act of 1751 being repealed in, I think, 2008. Um, and that was, again, as I said, when Fever Tree first started um, to hit the shelves. Um, certainly Sainsbury's and Tesco's, I think, had it around that time. 
then Viva Tree started to win awards. Um, and I know this is 2010, 2011, 2012, because... Um, well, I did some of the research for my book, The Joy of Gin, but also there's a, there's a tinge of sadness about this because it was just after my dad died and my dad was my G&T partner in life. So we never really explored Fever Tree and, and it's been, um, that's that's a great sadness for me actually, but I might share a little bit more about my, my relationship with my dad and our love of G&T together. So... Really, as I said, gin and tonic has really come into its own as a drink in the last 10, 12 years. Um, on and off trade, as the industry call it, which means that we could choose it in a bar or on a flight or we can buy bottles and take them home and drink them at home. You know, buy them in the shops. So... As I say, Fever Tree is, in my mind, what's called a love mark brand. It hits both our emotions and our rational thinking. There's like a grid, and I'm going to talk about this more. I think I'm going to make a note of that to talk about it in a future episode. But in this grid of four, um, it ranks, I think, high on love and high on respect as a brand, which is... Um, this new idea well it's not new it's been around for a long time but the love mark I think is just something really quite special not just a brand um, and now I'm just going to ask you how many fever tree mixes are you actually aware of how many things are you aware that you compare with gin and that actually go really well together um, quick rundown Obviously, I'm sure you know, they have premium Indian tonic, which is the original. They also do ginger ales and ginger beers and cola and flavoured tonics and lemonades and sodas. So it covers every single base, really, without then moving into the cocktail realm. So if you're just pairing two things together in a glass, any of those can go with gin. Yes, even Coke. And I'll come to that on another episode as well. Um... And of course, they've got their refreshingly light variants as well for the health conscious um, amongst us. So on their website, I'm going to share the link in the show notes. On their website, the Fever Tree website, you will find that they have a pairing guide. Now, you might not be aware of this or if you haven't come across it before, I just want to talk you through it a little bit because you can go off and do this yourself after listening to this episode. Um, and I'm not going to just recommend thing after thing after thing because everybody's got different tastes. You have a palette of your own. Things really light you up. And so much about flavour and aromas is linked back to our childhood memories, which is why in the introduction I talked about my own life in my nan's garden and the things that lit me up as a kid so on their website as i said i'll share the link in the show notes you can go and create your own pairing wheel and what you do is you can pick your top three tastes from seven and that includes citrus floral earthy herbal, garden, spicy, and fruit. You click those, you get a choice, chance to do three out of those seven. 
And once you choose those, there's then a next, it takes you to the next step and you can say how intense you like your herbal tastes, for example. So let's say um, you've given the choices of three. There's soft, like mint. There's average, like basil. Or if you like your herbs bold, like rosemary, you can click one of those three. You click on that and then it puts it into a sort of a little box for you. Then you go back to the next one. So go back to the citrus, floral, earthy, herbal, garden, spice and fruit again. And then from there, again, you go into the next, you decide how intense you like those tastes. Um, and then swish and flick, just like magic, you get to explore your 10 unique perfect pairings, according to Fever Tree, um, complete with probably some, some new gins that you may not have come across before, which is very exciting. Um, the wonderful thing about this is that you can then get your unique pairing wheel, as they call it, emailed to your inbox for you to print. Um, now, if there's more than one gin lover in your household, it's easy to just click start again. And then after your printables being emailed to you, you can begin the process again. Um, or if you wanted to do more than three, you can obviously do the whole thing again. But as I say, if you've got somebody else in your household that wants to have their own little pairing wheel, then that would be a great idea, wouldn't it? For you to then be able to plan your Christmas products that you want to get in. Um, or gift ideas for any fellow gin lovers um, or of course if people are asking you what do you want for Christmas to actually be able to put your own little wish list together um, and depending on price obviously you can then see what gins they're recommending um, and you know what mixes so when you sign up for your printable you can also then tick a box to receive new drink ideas which will be tailored to you events um, and they'll also keep you in the loop of any competitions which they might be running, which um, it's always good, isn't it, to know about that sort of thing. But that's just the wheel. There's actually three separate sections within this pairing guide on the website. So I've talked about the wheel. You can also search for pairings by your favourite spirit. So if you've got a particular, if you like Bombay Sapphire or Sipsmith or whatever, um, you can then pick that out and they will make recommendations for which uh, mixes to put with that spirit. Or if you have a particular um, fever tree product that you like best, you can actually then select by mixer and then it will say which um, spirits to put with those. Um, heaven forbid, it might even take you down the rum route or the whiskey route as well. But oh, obviously we don't talk about that because we talk about gin now on this podcast. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. I'm going to put the note into uh, the link into the show notes. Um, and if you go over to the joyofgin.substack.com, and you subscribe there, you will then actually be able to read all of my notes for this episode. And then there's also some other bits that I want to share with you as well, which will be um, just really help you. You've probably gone off already down the rabbit hole, to be honest with you. You're obviously off on Wonderland and you're over on Fever Tree already by this time. But uh, there's just so much more to explore. But the great thing is, this can be tailored for you. You can do this your way. Um, and isn't that what us gin lovers want? We all like to do things our way. 
and to find new wonderful luxurious premium things to have in our lives so i'll leave you with that thought and that's it for today um i'll be back tomorrow with the next episode if you want more advice like this or how to have a better relationship with gin how to make easy gin-based cocktails for yourself at home how to keep an above the clouds mindset when you haven't had a drink you will find the joy of gin wherever you get your podcasts so hit subscribe and you will never miss any of the episodes thank you for listening i'll see you tomorrow